This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today's guest is coming all the way out of what I would suspect to be a relatively cool Norway. It's Bjorn Alsos, the operations manager at BitBay. Not the exchange, the token. So don't get confused, as I did. We're going to go into depth about what you're doing. So thank you very much for being on the show. Oh, thank you. And absolutely not a token. We're a coin. A coin, sorry, a coin. Yes. A coin. So look, let's, let's start first with a little bit of, um, of your history, because I know you've, you've been in the space uh, for quite some time, back in 2014, is that right? Yeah, that's, that's when uh, BitBay launched. I've been yep. a little longer than that, but that's when BitBay launched. Yep. So when did you get involved in, in crypto assets or cryptocurrency or whatever you want to call well, it these days? First half of 2014, you can still still see my my work and some of the charts from the time. Wow! So you've been around an, uh, a long, long time. And was your interest in it was more or less just Bitcoin back then, wasn't it? Back in the early days? Uh, no, actually, uh, actually, altcoins were really up and coming, uh, and well, particularly the smart contracts bit. And that's actually what attracted me to Bitpay yeah, okay. too, because. Uh, David Simbeck, our lead dev, he was the first to ever release dedicated smart contracting software. This was before Ethereum. Yeah, well, so you've outlived just about every other token from back then, right? Because I know a lot of, I mean, look, I came in the middle of 2017, just so you know, I'm a trader. So on the technology side of things, it ain't my kettle of fish. That's that's not who I am and what I'm good at. Um, but from what I, like, research that I'd done leading up to December of 2017, I'd even noticed that um, the inside of the top 100 coins, tokens, and whatever is available at that time from the year before, so December 16 to 17, the list had changed absolutely almost. Some had just disappeared. Some that were down here were up here. Like It just reshuffled so much in one year. I mean, you must have seen so many come and go. What's been a consistency running through from back in those days to when we are here today? Well, basically the same thing that has been the topic in one of your earlier shows, uh, the teams. Yeah. Good teams, make sure that the, that, the, uh, that the coin or the token or whatever survives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing as well is, um, I mean, look, it doesn't help to know how to manage a business, uh, which is obviously part of the team. But what we're seeing, and we've seen a lot of, especially through, uh, I get, well, last year, really, when the rubber hit the road for a lot of projects, um, they might have raised 30, 40, 100 million dollars for their token raise. But the problem was that they, they, had a, they had a CFO, but that CFO didn't know how to manage money because, you know, they kept it all in Ethereum 
and didn't hedge themselves into anything else. And therefore now their runway has it's just shrunk so much. Now with BitBay, you guys have been around, as you say, since 2014, you've been through the heady heights of uh, 2017 <laughs> and you've suffered just the same price wise as everybody else uh, going through 2018. So what's been the secret to you guys having that longevity? Like you've, you've made it through some of the toughest cycles and you're still there. Well, first of all, uh, we, we are blessed with one of the big devs in crypto. Right. D David Simbeck is one of the legends, so that helps a lot. Yep. Uh, and also, uh, it's, we've been very lucky with who we have gotten on the team. I mean, in the, in the start, it was David, Craig, an American, and me. Uh, and uh, one more guy that was very active. And then we have people that have been coming and going. Yep. But in 2016, we started building team uh, more, more systematically. That was pretty much my work. Uh, and I've been very lucky with the people I've gotten. I mean, we, did a, we had to do a pay cut in, in August, I think, now, 2018. Yep. And some actually volunteered to take a bigger cut than I suggested. Wow. <laughs> I, I had to sack the whole team except two devs and the project manager in January now because uh, everything is paid by donations, actually. We don't, yeah, wow. we don't have a lot of ICO money to float on. And I haven't got rid of more than one team member. The rest just stayed anyway. <laughs> yeah, wow. Just like yeah. I've got so much belief in it. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a fantastic team. It, it, I, I don't know where you would ever find something like that. Well, you must be a good person to work with. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you. What's, what's the end goal? I mean, you, you're basically the, the world's first decentralized stable coin designed for mass adoption. I mean, that's your catchphrase, right? So, so what is the end goal? And what do you want to achieve here? Well, uh, what we will achieve is people actually using this. I mean, yes. uh, you've only been since 2017, but if you've been a little longer, you would, you would see the fads coming yeah. and going. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Anon is one of those fads that's always coming back. You have the Mariana coins, they also tend to come back. Uh, so, so you have a few fads like that that's come and go. Yep. Uh, but oh, that, that's all basically... Uh, centered on the crypto community. It's not yeah. really targeting the end users. They may say they do it, but all their activity is targeted yeah. at the, the investors and the traders. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where we are thinking a little differently. Uh, I mean, we, we could have jumped on a lot of the fads. We, it's easy for us to go totally anon. We, we could have had a nice price spike from that. It would be easy for us to add master nodes. Yep. Uh, we could have a nice price spike from that. TPS, I mean, we could do something seriously there with very little effort. But why? I mean, we have a much faster network than Bitcoin and we don't have a fraction of the traffic. So what's the point, really? Yeah. So, so it, instead, we focus on uh, building it so it's easy to use, so anyone can use it, uh, and also use it backend. And that, I think, 
is one of the very important things here. Uh, it will be possible for others to use our smart contracts to take advantage of the, the of crypto uh, without even really knowing you're dealing with crypto. That's the big one, really, isn't it? I mean, that that really is. One of the things that you said before was um, uh, ease of use. I think that's a really important part of adoption. And, and, and I, I agree with you entirely that, you know, the strategy for many of these cryptos, whatever you want to call them, and, and just businesses within the space as well, within the ecosystem, they seem to be so focused on who is in there already. And that's trying to capture, it's not low hanging fruit anymore. Everyone's smartening up and people have just sort of stopped. They're still there. They're still listening, but they're not acting and doing quite as much at the moment. So when they say that they're, you know, or they're targeting that market, we've got something new, we've got something new. Well, it's not new. It's just the same shit regurgitated again and again and again, right? It, they're not reaching out for the for the masses, and the only way we're going to see, you know, companies like BitPay, like and and you know, tokens like Bitcoin and all these other things actually come into the main mainstream, not just mainstream knowledge, because everyone knows what a Bitcoin is now, right? There's, yeah. There's not, people in the Western world that have got money or even in, in all over the world, to be fair, not even just the Western world, the whole, whole world. Now, if they've got access to readily available information, then they'll know what a Bitcoin is unless they just don't read and they, you know, walk around like this, right? With their ears shut. Um, you know, so really, realistically that exposure to the use. And I think what Bitcoin has failed in, in many ways is it's not really, really simple so how do we simplify it how do we make it like i mean the the mobile telephone whether you're wealthy or whether you're poor most people have a mobile telephone in different parts of the world unless they're you know seriously impoverished right is that the way that we can get easy use to people is it how how do we do it how do we get it in the hands of people to use well basically by hiding it (laughs) You hide well, it back. I, I get what you mean. I, okay, yeah. carry on. I, I understand that. Yes, and, and I mean we we do need a we do need a visible front and stuff and everything too. I mean, but we can do both. Yeah, at least we can. We're in kind of a unique position because we're actually well. There's one other coin coming now, but otherwise we've been the only one who's able to eliminate the middleman in any deal. Yeah. So that's basically taking. Bitcoin's philosophy, <clears throat> send money without yep. middlemen, <clears throat> secure any deal without any middlemen, and no one else has been doing this. Yep. So, so it, that is something that is quite revolutionary, uh, and it will save a lot of money for a lot of people, and more importantly, also increase security in yeah. a lot of deals, because the normal way we're used to do things is using some uh, third party to secure it. Uh, and the third party, most of the time, doesn't know if you are lying or if I am lying. How can they? Yeah. Only you and I know that, right? Yep, yep. So let's yeah. get rid of the middleman, save some money, and you and I, we both know Trustless. what the proof is. Yeah. We're good. We, we get it. We get yeah. it. Now, do, do you think that this... Um, 
I mean, look, I'm hoping that we see Bitcoin get up through 4,000 today. I'm just looking at the chart behind me. You know, to get up through 4,000 would be a wonderful thing. It would start to see more and more. I mean, there's a lot going on in the background, but of course, price does affect the mindsets of the individuals. So as much as we can sit back and go, well, look, we know there's a lot going on in the background. We, we know this space is not going anywhere. We know it's here forever. It would be also nice to give the people some faith to get excited about what's going on because price does drive adoption it does drive interest which is a shame but it's true uh, yeah uh, i do i do agree but at the same time i think we really needed this cool off period absolutely i mean you, you, you talked about uh the, the ctos that weren't really doing their job really good uh, problem is uh, what we've seen in 2017 and 2018 is not only lack of uh, skill sets with the uh, CTOs, but mm. in the whole teams. Yeah. I mean, in, in 2016, it was possible, but barely, to get a very competent crypto dev. Yeah. In 2017, all the not so good crypto devs were employed. Yeah. And God knows where they found those guys that were <laughs> on the projects that launched in 2018. Yeah. Right, so you, you have uh, you have uh, devs that they they may be very competent devs as being able to program things, but uh, in, programming crypto is something different for several reasons. It, that there are hiccups. It's mm. still it's still very young software, uh, and you do need to learn all those hiccups, and also the consequences when you do something wrong in your code is so massive. Mm. I mean, if, if I launch an app that is supposed to help you remember your groceries, worst case scenario, if I have a bug, you come home without a milk. Yeah. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so not that bad. We right? can manage that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but in crypto, one little uh, error in a, one little line of code and you see $50 million go out the window. Yeah. Pressure. So, uh, big, and and big that's also risk, the yeah. kind of, that, that's also some kind of risk that the investors haven't really priced in. Mm. No, and you're absolutely right. Cause I haven't thought about that either. Um, mainly because I'm not on that side of the fence, if you if, so to speak, you know, I, I I'm, I've stayed out of a lot of the ICO stuff. I've invested in two ICOs because they made sense to me. Um, I look, I'm pretty old school in the way that I look at these companies. Like I, I do like the Binance token and I have been in Binance for a while now, the last you know, a couple of months. And I like it because it appears to me, I can see, because they're not going to tell me, they're not going to show me their P&L, they're not going to show me anything like that, but I can at least see the revenue model because when I trade with them, I know that I'm getting like there's a fee, right? And I know yeah. from other companies they pay to be this. I'm like, okay, okay, they've got revenue. A lot yeah. of these other companies have no revenue, none at yeah. all. And they don't <laughs> even have a bloody plan to get revenue. Do you know what I mean? They just hope that their token or their crypto goes up in value and then that's going to be their revenue, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but how are you going to do that without just being full of crap? <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of the day, I think we both know we will see they are not able to do that. And, and, and I mean, uh, Binance token, clear revenue model, simple architecture, yeah. no problem. That yep. one is easy to understand. But mm. what we very often see is uh, we see 
that people start projects and that's again going back to the lack of knowledge with the devs uh, very much we see architectures that can't possibly work mm. if they even get mildly successful yeah yeah because blockchain is a brilliant ledger it, it's really unique but it's sorry but it's shit for storing data <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic i love it when people just tell it how it is it makes a very very big difference so what's the next phase i mean we we know that we are going to see we're seeing the sto market starting to hot up uh, that again makes sense for liquid like providing liquidity to illiquid asset classes i think that's a really big thing that i think big corporations are going to be interested in that's a different world um it's bringing more business in and they've therefore it will help to as you say with a lot of it just hide it in the background so we see that technology advance and launch with people not really necessarily knowing that they're using it but allowing new markets to open up We've got the opportunity now through the lessons learned in 2018 and a lot, of the, a lot of the companies that are going to be around, they've been able to build as opposed to having to work into that hype cycle and you know, pander to investors all the time, right? So what's yeah. the next thing that we're going to see come through? Is it going to be some of the older businesses, like for example, the ones that have been around for a long time and therefore can survive and have a good team? Or do you think we're still waiting to see a lot of new players come into the space? Both, yeah, absolutely both. Uh, the old coins are there for a reason, uh, and and they will survive. They will find their markets, most of them. Yep. Uh, but we will also see new coins, new concepts, and I'm, I'm guessing as people learn the strengths and the weaknesses of this distributed ledger technologies, and yep. particularly blockchain. Uh, they will start combining it more with other technologies, yeah. So you, so you can really exploit it because what we're seeing now, yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. But, yeah, but uh, but you you will see you you will see not not just devs but also marketers. You will see. Uh, managers they, they will all start to understand more of the technology uh, and and build more clever business models i mean a, a lot of what i'm seeing now reminds me of the dot-com wave yeah. i was in it yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, i mean everyone wanted to build the portal the one portal that everyone was going to use to get on the internet i mean yeah. that's absurd today right no, no one yep. could see social media. No one could see Netflix. No one could no. see anything of this. Everyone wanted to build a portal. And what, what happened with those? Well, some failed, most <laughs> failed. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and we see that a little with the platforms too. Uh, yeah. Platforms have been a big thing now. Ethereum, Neo, EOS, you, you name it. Yep. Uh, and that's kind of the same race. Reminds me a lot about the portal race yeah, in, okay. the, in the dot-com wave. Yeah. And so with that being the, the, I guess, the tip of our tongues right now, are we, where are we? Are we back in 94 after the first run-up, 95, or are we after 2000 as far as that goes in your mind? Uh, I'd say around 98 to 2000 somewhere. 
Right. Yeah. So we, we've still got the next, we've still got the biggest run to go, the biggest amount of development to oh, go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And then absolutely. we're going to see the rubber hit the, probably a massive come off again because that's just what happens in these markets. It's so small right now. We've already seen what it does. Uh, and then from there, we'll probably see some of the, uh, the, again, you know, if you look at what Amazon did and Google did, I mean, Amazon especially, not so much Google, but Amazon was around through that, uh, through that 2000 period and got, went up and then went back down. Then you could buy it for, I think, 5 or $10 in that second way around. But they had yeah. a model, they had a business, and they survived. Yeah, and, and, and they had a business that was playing well with the technology. And yeah. that's, one of the, that's one of the mistakes I see a lot today, but that I think, or at least hope, I will see fewer of in the future is this thing that we saw on the dot-com way we're just slapping internet on anything. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. We're I seeing mean, that now. Do, aren't we? do, do you remember internet ready fax machines? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> courses it's, to teach you how to send an email, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious now, but we're in that yeah. same, we're going through that same, that same period of time right now in a totally different technology an extra extension of the internet, if you will, with blockchain. Um, and it's, you know, it, look, it's a truly exciting and dynamic place to be around, whether you're a developer or whether you're on my end doing education and media and trading. I absolutely love it because it's, it's a fantastic place for people to collaborate and to build the future. I think that's what's so exciting about it. Whether you're, you're like you, you're building it. I'm helping to educate the people to come into it. And I've got the wonderful privilege of being able to speak to people like you and learn a lot about it. So it's a really awesome place to be. And for all the viewers and listeners out there, don't feel like you need to be tied to price because price can make you feel good when it goes up and bad when it goes down. But start to understand the underlying technology that we're investing in here. Companies like BitBay. And before we go, please tell us where we can find out more about yourself, the project and everything that's going on over at BitBay. Well, uh, you, you won't find that much about me, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> other than a picture of me on the team there's the page on the site, but we do have a web page, of course, uh, bitbay.market. Yep. Uh, and uh, there you will also find uh, very detailed descriptions of what we do. Uh, the, the, the two the big things what we have is uh, the smart contracts with a double deposit escrow that are, that make it possible to el eliminate every middleman in any deal. And, and that's something that people really don't fully understand the consequences of it. I'll no. give you an example. Yep. Airbnb. Yep. Uh, starting to get banned here and there mm. now. Uh, and I, I can understand why. I mean, it's unfair competition. Uh, don't have to live up to the fire safety requirements that the hotels yep. have to and, uh, and all this. Uh, and of course, if, if someone burns in a house they rented through Airbnb, you have pretty massive legal trouble somewhere. Yep. Is it going back to Airbnb or not? And, and so on. Uh, with double deposit escrow, a business doesn't have to be involved at all. So uh, I, I could start a site where renters, uh, where the people with the houses and the people that want yep. to rent them meet. They, they do all the business just between them. I'm not involved at all. 
I just provide yeah. the sites. I provide a marketing opportunity yep. for the, those that have the houses. I might make a revenue on things like uh, buying, uh, selling a better placement <laughs> for your ad or something like that. I can make yep. a lot of money from that. But I have no legal responsibilities. And things like that is very much what the sharing economy is about. And yeah. all, us, uh, all of us that are so involved in the blockchain technology tend to forget there are a few parallel processes here. Sharing economy is one of them. It's also going to be big. Yeah. I make, that makes perfect sense because it takes away the liability. And it doesn't yeah. put a big question mark down. It's a wonder why they're not doing it already, right? <laughs> yeah, they will. Just wait. They will. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to. Businesses are always looking for solutions to problems. Sometimes they don't realize there's a problem there until they have actually got it right in their face. Then they go yeah. after the solution. And I guess that's where BitBay is there to hopefully pick up the trophy and take that one over, mate. So I wish you all the best of luck going forward. Uh, guys, it's bitbay.market. Okay, bitbay.market. Go and have a look at what these guys are doing. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you down the track. Bjorn, thank you so much for your time today, mate. Thank you. It was nice to be here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, bye-bye. Have a great day and speak to you later. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters. This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Views are of the advertiser, not TraderCobb or the audio presenter.